All right. How do we want to intro? We, we forgot to talk about that. It's a great question. You know what I think we should do? I think we should add this as the intro. Like we should just kind of feign talking about the intro when in fact it becomes the intro. Like I could say something along the lines of, uh, hey, Cameron, how's it going? This is the second season of Region Unlocked, which we're going to be uh, going into here in just a second. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works. Welcome okay. everyone to season two. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Region Unlocked. My name's Cameron. And I'm Jake. Jake, what's up with you? Well, all kinds of things are up with me, Cameron, right now. Um, I gotta say, uh, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. And like you say, yeah, like you've been saying recently, the uh, updates really don't justify all the grind hours you seem to put into it. At least that's what's happening to me right now. Um, getting to that point where it's like okay same thing every day <laughs> but i think the one saving grace for that right now is i've been bringing it into my school and since like all the kids there and some of the parents play it as well it's been very nice kind of <laughs> comparing islands and yeah that's comparing nice. progress so well, now that you say that i'm realizing so first off to everyone listening uh welcome back i guess i already said that but anyway uh today's a special episode because this is actually going to be uh, our most like up-to-date episode we've ever done. I guess other than our Last of Us spoiler cast. But um, <laughs> this, we're going to talk about news that happened just this past week. Uh, and things that are coming out very soon. And so because of that, I'm actually p- posting this episode before uh, other episodes we've already recorded. And I've probably ranted about Animal Crossing in those episodes. So I don't know <laughs> if anyone's quite heard that yet. But... As you're all hearing it, we just had Mark on last week, and then Jake and I have already recorded a bunch of other episodes. Now I'm rambling. Anyway, uh, the big yes. news this week that we're going to talk about is Mario's 35th anniversary, which Holy I think, cow. that's crazy. It's been yeah. since, what, that's 1985, since the original that's Super correct. Mario Bros. came out. Yeah, that's true. And even the concept of Mario came out before that. Right. So it wasn't really official yet, but still, that's kind of cool to think about. Kind of a nice milestone, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. There's all kinds of cool stuff that's coming out related to Mario, which we're going to be talking about. And I've got mm-hmm. a couple of things as well that uh, that's come to my attention. That's Japan exclusive, Ooh. which is kind of cool. Yeah, I know. Crazy <laughs> region unlocked stuff. Yeah. All this content. Who knows? So if you don't know... If you don't know what we're talking about, um, just this past week, Nintendo put out this big Nintendo Direct all about Mario's 35th anniversary and a bunch of news and, and video games coming out all uh, about Mario. And yes. there was just so much that, that needed talked about that I said, Jake, let's, we have to just sit down and talk. We have to make this episode. So anyway, uh, Jake, <laughs> you've not actually watched the whole Direct, right? No, no, I, I haven't. Um Believe it or not, I uh, I heard some of this news from one of my students who's also a uh, Mario nerd, but apparently a bigger one than I am because I had to hear it from the student. But um, <laughs> I started watching some of the videos related to that at the school during one of my break times. 
and I stopped because I had other things to do. And all, <laughs> on top of that, I just didn't have really the attention. But what I did see was kind of cool. Um, okay. So, yeah, so, some cool stuff about that. Um, I, I just I wrote things that down in, like, the order I think we should talk about it. So let's just yeah. dive in. So I think one cool. of the first things they announced, again, I don't know if this is the order of the trailer, <clears throat> was the re-release of Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's yeah. Fury, which seems to be some sort of expansion mm-hmm. that we don't know about. But this was a Wii U game. And mm-hmm. I'd say one of the best Wii U games there was. Did you play it? Oh, really? Yeah. I, I did not. I never had a Wii U. Oh, that's sadly. right. Sadly. I mean, not one that I owned. I played it before, but not the game. I played the Wii U, not that game specifically. Well, did you have Super Mario 3D Land on 3DS? Uh, yes, I did. That one okay. was fun. So it's the same premise, except f- four players. And Okay. It's just some chaotic good fun of, uh, <laughs> and again, if you if you haven't played this style of of Mario game, it's very interesting because they've taken like the principles of the old side scrollers and then turned it into a three D world. And by that, I mean hmm. you you have a start and you're trying to get to a flag at the end while like you know trying to beat the timer, even though the timer's mm-hmm. never really that big of a deal, but. <laughs> Yeah, and instead of like an open world, you know, hunting down stars and shine sprites thing, you're just there's some hidden collectibles, but it's just from start to finish. It's a much more linear experience. Mm-hmm. But when you play it with friends, you can constantly troll each other, pick pick each other up and throw each other off the level, and just get in each other's way. And it is a lot of oh, fun. That sounds like a wonderful revisit to. The high school days. A simpler time when you could just sit around, you know, and play via one screen in one system. Yeah, that's true. And uh, as soon as it was announced, I was like, oh man, I I would play that again. I wanna I'll I'll get that again, but it's mm-hmm. it's Nintendo, so of course it's sixty dollars still. And yeah. That drives me crazy with all their re releases. So same thing with like they're re releasing Pikmin three in mm-hmm. October. And it's like, I want yeah, that, yeah. but I don't want to spend $60. And I saw someone point out online that as soon as it was announced for Wii, or for Switch, it like disappeared off the Wii U store, which where it was cheaper. <sighs> I'm pretty Jeez. sure that's what I heard. So they're like, they're just like getting another $60 out of us. God. There, and there's your answer right there. They know that people will pay it. Yeah. And I'm quite the victim of that. <laughs> um, I will just, you know, very proudly or not so proudly admit that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I d- there's not a ton to say about this game. I'm I'm very glad it's coming to the Switch. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it's weird it took so long, especially because they ported Super Mario Bros. Wii U Deluxe, which is the side-scrolling one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I, no, I didn't care about that. It's like, you should have done 3D World from the beginning. But yeah. So if you mm. haven't played it, you should absolutely play it. It's worth the $60. It's just, come on, Nintendo, make this $40. <laughs> Scribbling notes down. Just just wait until it comes out pre-owned. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Um, so, so speaking of $40, I'm going to completely tangent off Mario. Since we are talking okay. about uh, old remakes, uh, 
Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 came out this week. And Oh, I wait, have, seriously? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I haven't played it yet. I thought about picking it up this weekend, but I'll probably just wait till Black Friday or something. But Okay. It looks gorgeous and it's getting like 9 out of 10s across the board, getting really good reviews. Oh and, man, just like it used to get too. Uh-huh. It's it's oh. it looks so good. And then also, do you watch Jablinski Games, Jack Black's YouTube channel? <laughs> not not since I was uh, at your house last time months All ago. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a link. But they had him come in and model Officer Dick, one of the unlockable <laughs> oh characters. Seriously? Yeah. So Jack Black is in the game <laughs> as a police officer, and it, it is of course hilarious. they did. <laughs> oh gosh, I remember that character too. Like very vividly yeah, but that's um, that's perfect i love it Jeez, i gotta <laughs> anyway. go and get this game now <laughs> but but yeah 40 dollars. it's like yeah thank you you're selling a game you've sold forever like don't uh-huh. don't make us buy it for full price 40 dollars is a sweet spot yeah, it really is it kind of makes you feel like okay i can buy another one you yeah, get to exactly. 60 it's like okay no this is like a christmas present to me and i'm just not gonna buy anything for a while because you know Money doesn't exactly grow on trees right now, (laughs) but whatever. (laughs) All right, let's get back to Mario. Let's do it. So one thing I forgot about Mario 3D World is it doesn't come out until February 12th, which Mm. I thought was surprising because everything else comes out sometime between now and November, which makes sense for an announcement. But for a game that already exists to come out yeah like five months from now it's just interesting and especially because uh i just saw this morning that there's a leak someone found a leak or some code that this this direct was actually supposed to happen back in april so really uh yeah so coronavirus has delayed all this information and release dates which but Mm. Which just makes me question again. It's like, if this was supposed to be announced back in April, were they going to announce this game to still be coming out in February of 2021? So hmm. that just seems weird to announce a remake so far yeah, that does. away. Well, I guess it gets people thinking about it. I mean, yeah, it's pretty early to announce it, but still, like, hey, we're talking about it right now, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the next thing on my list which I thought was interesting, was the Game & Watch Super Mario Bros. Oh, did yeah. You, did you see this? Do you know uh, what yeah, I'm talking I did. about? Okay. Yes, I did. All right, explain it. Oh, I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> I'm going to be explaining this whole episode then. I'm trying to, I'm trying to toss it to you. What is this? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's, it's a remake of the Game & Watch version of Mario. It's kind of like, um, it's, it's packaged like the original Game & Watch. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're not familiar with those, they were like little LCD screen uh, games uh, mm-hmm. that came out earlier in Nintendo's video game creation life cycle. But I think we talked about that at some point. Perhaps. Yeah, I mean, that's the basis of it right there. Yeah, and it definitely is going to be a, a collector's item, I'm guessing. Because but I wonder it, if it's... No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, just because how Nintendo especially their nostalgic stuff they don't put yeah, enough yeah. out and no. i saw so i don't 
I don't think it's on. It's up for pre-order here in the U.S., but I saw hmm. in Australia all the pre-orders are already sold out, and they're already like on eBay for stupid amounts of money. Yeah, and yeah, um, would not surprise me. This is easily going to be one of those things that becomes like bullion. You know, you're not going to buy it to play it. You're going to buy it to keep it in a box and yeah, keep it as a collector's item. That's actually exactly what I thought when I when I saw the box and the packaging is like, oh, that looks really nice. I'd I'd set that on my shelf. I don't intend to yeah, play yeah. that at all. But <laughs> no kidding, it's, it's also fifty bucks, which isn't bad. But mm, it's just mm. how do you get your well, hands on it? Yeah, it's not going to be fifty bucks for long. I'll tell you that. And do you know how big these things are? They are very small. Okay. Like yeah, I I I can't really describe it very well, but they're. Com- Compare it to a Game Boy Advance. How, where's it? Uh, they are probably a little bit bigger than the Game Boy Advance's screen itself. They are pretty oh. small, like a little tiny um, LCD toy that you would get like back in the '90s, like a little cheap one. I mean, obviously these are not cheap; they're really nice, but they are they are pretty small. And I've seen them uh, at stores all over the place here, but they're always behind glass. The original mm-hmm. Game and Watch. Uh, um, systems which have one game per per system and they are going for ridiculous amounts like hundreds upon hundreds of us dollars just just for one little system um i've even mm-hmm. seen some of them over a thousand dollars oh my gosh yeah so they're hard to find and i'm gonna assume this thing's gonna probably skyrocket as well but it does look cool that's for sure <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nintendo knows how to create a demand by not having enough supply, <laughs> which they do yeah. a lot. And it's not by accident, let's be honest. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. They're <laughs> playing us, and we'll get more into that here in a, in a little bit. They're, they're, doing, they're playing they're, us. They're doing it on like purpose. We, but we anyway. play their systems, so they play us in return. Oh, it's all full <laughs> circle. <laughs> it's pretty deep, dark stuff. Yeah, but like I said, so other than like a collector's item, I don't, I don't care about this. I didn't see this part of the trailer and be like, oh, no way. Just because I don't hold the first Super Mario Bros. that dear to my heart. I don't care about many of the side-scrollers, but mm. it's like, eh, it looks cool. So the next thing I saw was the Super Mario 35, which is a downloadable game on the Switch shop. Mm-hmm. And so, did you see that at all? It's just Super Mario Thirty Five. Well, yeah, it's 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 like a revamped remake of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, but did you see like what the whole appeal, what the gameplay is, what your the goal is? I'm gonna guess no. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, it's a battle royale of Mario Bros. So it's you. Oh, interesting. 30- no, I've not seen this. Okay, so it's yeah, it's the original Super Mario Bros. But around you, you see 34 other people playing. So it's just like Tetris 99, if you've played that, which is Holy a, a Tetris Battle Royale. And yeah, I know the concept of that one. So it's the same deal where you're just trying to rack up as many points as you can, and all enemies you kill get sent to someone else. So oh. the better you're doing, or I guess the more targeted you are, uh, your screen is just getting filled up with enemies, and you're trying to score and and progress while not getting interesting killed until one person's left and i think yeah that's that's definitely a cool concept i don't think i'd be very good at it i mean hey 
It's worth a try. It sounds yeah. cool. And I think it's free for all Switch Online users if you subscribe. But then okay. it's only available through the end of March. And okay. I just don't get that. But I'm going to rant more about that here in a minute. So I'll, I'll save yeah. my rant. Back to our uh, original point about Nintendo making things exclusive and hard to get a hold of for the sake yeah. of collectability, per se. But that's just a theory. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Uh, the Battle Royale concept is pretty popular these days. Yeah, it is. So. Okay. Okay. So the next two things got me the most excited. Actually, this next yeah. one thing is what I was probably the most excited about. And that mm. is Mario Kart Live Home Edition. Oh, Please, please tell yeah. me you, want, you saw this one. <laughs> no, I didn't. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is the coolest thing I've oh, ever no, seen. Oh, no, 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 no. I know. Wait, hold on. I know exactly this. this. This is like the augmented reality version of Mario Kart, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, I did see this one. Okay. Oh, my gosh. This looks amazing. Like, you set up the, um, the, the course around your room. Mm-hmm. And it basically, like, you can race around wherever you are in real time. Yeah. All, all via the screen. Yes, I saw this. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When So, as Eric was saying, it's a remote control car with a remote control Mario Kart. And it's got a camera on the back of it. And you set up your own course throughout your house. Like, you have to put down these four gates. To, and you have to drive through each gate. And... As you are playing on your Switch, you're driving it, seeing through that camera, it is dropping in enemy AI and uh, items for you to get and like actually boost. And if you hit a banana, like your car stalls and slows down. So mm-hmm. it's just this beautiful, innovative hybrid of a toy in a video game. And yes. I saw this and it's like, I don't, I don't care if this is aimed at kids. Like, this is so <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm going to yes. get this. I might play it twice, but I am mm-hmm. going to love those two times. Yes. It's going to be <laughs> memorable. It was probably my favorite part, to be honest. And yeah. I didn't think much about it when I first was watching this trailer. I thought, like, oh, great. It's just another Mario Kart game. It took me a second to realize that the uh, trailer had the the cart actually going through a room like uh-huh. a physical room in real time and that was the point where it's like oh my gosh holy cow this is actually cool like do you remember those um oh what were they called i forget what they were called but they were like little tiny uh mario kart um remote control cars like in the okay. early 2000s they would sell these like there was a yoshi there was a mario and it would come with these um little like uh pylons like these little plastic bananas little plastic shells and the goal was to set up an actual um, racetrack, but mm-hmm. these were little tiny race cars that you'd stick on it on the um, on the remote, and it would charge like in sixty seconds, and oh. you'd just be zipping this little Mario Kart thing around, and that was the coolest thing in the world. I remember playing with that thing so much that it broke. Oh, so like this thing is it, it's it's becoming reality. Yeah. So I don't know. I was just really excited about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm so excited about it. And I can't, I think it's just like the kid in me. I can't quite describe what's so cool about this, but it's just yeah. like, this is right. the coolest toy I've ever seen. And, and, and I must that's why we this. podcast about like video games <laughs> across the ocean in real time, because let's be honest, our childhoods were the best when it came to video <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah. The nostalgia is um, real. 
<laughs> there's there's still so little known about it. I'm very curious once reviews come out to see how it all works because mm-hmm. so first off this comes out uh October 16th. So not too far and it's 100 bucks which okay. honestly I think that's a a reasonable price cuz you're getting a a full-sized remote control car and mm-hmm. a, the software that comes with it. Um yeah. on the downside if you want to do multiplayer, that's another hundred bucks. But yeah. if if you have friends that also have it, you can play with up to four people, mm-hmm. and that oh my gosh, that sounds so much fun. It but, does seem pretty cool. <laughs> um, I'm curious how how well does it read the room? For example, if I set up a course and half the course goes over carpet, and mm-hmm. the car slows down. Is the AI going to slow down on the carpet too, or does the AI just have like a set speed? Like, huh. will it? Does it register that when you? Because you have to drive the course first to yeah, set yeah. it up. So will it like record where you hit those slow spots? So then the AI will go slow there too. Hmm, that's something that they've got to take into account. Like, let's be yeah. honest here. That's something that they've got to take into account. I'm sure that they're going to probably adapt accordingly yeah because I, I i i'm just that's one thing i'm scared about is reviews are going to come out and it's like it didn't they didn't consider users like at all they just got the idea across and that was it yeah and, like <laughs> I do see. i need do i need just a perfect hardwood floor to set this all up on because i mean that's not something people consistently have it's like, mm-hmm. sure we could set it up in the driveway that that'd work mm-hmm so there's that question. There's also a question of mm-hmm. battery life. How long can you play this before it dies? Mm-hmm. And yeah. as it dies, how's the battery work? Is it going to hold full speed until it's just dead? Or will uh-huh. it start getting slower <laughs> as the battery drains? Because that yeah, would yeah. screw things up. No kidding. I'm sure that there's probably going to be something to accommodate for all of this. They, they've got to. Like, let's yeah. be honest. In, in this day so. and age. Yeah, okay. Wishful thinking, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope so. This th- this is such a unique concept. I mean, it, it's it's pretty in line with a lot of the um, you know, digital entertainment that you're seeing now, especially with the augmented reality and everything, but speaking of I don't know. AR, like this is the first time I've really seen it where I was like, "Wow, that's a good use of AR." Because mm-hmm. my own really our only other experiences in Pokémon Go and most people just yeah. turn that off anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. we, we've yet to see like a really good application of AR. And yeah. or, this is just yeah. an awesome, awesome example of it. Or like an application that goes beyond just showcasing the technology so that you can say, oh, that's really cool. And then shut it off right. and never use it again, which seems to be the case with a lot of AR type stuff these days. Yeah. I mean, I don't use it regularly. If I do use it, it's just like for a greeting card or just some cool little funky parlor trick that you get on some app. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. You can't you can't just spend hours with it. Or I've yeah. not seen it yet. Well, there's the Microsoft HoloLens, which was a huge mm-hmm. deal when that thing was announced, but apparently that's only marketed to like businesses and not mm. your your standard consumers. So yeah. yeah, very very little has been seen of of what AR can do. It's an untapped field, I'll tell you that. The possibilities are pretty cool. But we'll see. 
You'll see. Yeah, comes out October sixteenth. It will definitely be on my Christmas list. All right, shall we get to the the biggest news? What's the biggest news, Cameron? Yeah, so I the hear biggest about this. the biggest news obviously is the release of Super Mario 3D All Stars, which is a Switch game that contains Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy. And mm-hmm. what do you think? I think this is probably the one that I'm going to buy first. <laughs> to be yes, honest, definitely. So, well, first off. <laughs> Uh, as you're listening, this comes out next Friday. Comes out mm-hmm. on the 17th, or sorry, the 18th, and that's great. I love when there's an announcement and you don't have to wait at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Overall, like, I'm very excited. I want to play these, even though I own all of these individually. Mm-hmm. They are, you know, they're up res. They can be played on your HD TV without looking mm-hmm. like garbage. Yeah. And. I'd say overall, though, I was like, dang it. I, I wanted a full remake of Super Mario 64. <laughs> but yeah, it, it will be good to see it nice and clean and to play it with a, a Switch Pro controller and see yeah. how much better it feels with that controller. That's true. I'm sure it'll be pretty awesome. And I'm sure it's going to exceed expectations. Like, I hope so. Yeah. Ideally, I would have liked a remake, too with you know revved up graphics and details where it's basically the same game but just redone for yeah. a modern day and age but this this is still great like let's be honest if if we well, when we do decide to play this because let's be honest we're both gonna buy it um yeah <laughs> you know delving back into that world and like you said not having it look like garbage on mm-hmm. the poorly scaled resolution yeah. It's going to be nice. And that's kind of what I'm looking forward to most. Like, yeah, every so often there's this issue of when you go back to replay a game, like, oh, is it just a cash grab? Is this really going to be the same? But I haven't played this game in years upon years. I feel like it's just going to be new again. And same with Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. Like, I'm actually excited to replay these games to the full extent and not like just turn it on for a few seconds and say, oh, cool, I remember this, and oh, cool, I remember yeah. this. Like, do you feel the same way? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, and you put it in in a way I hadn't thought about it. I Yeah, I guess just having it in a modern handheld or in, in a modern console, which allows you to stick with it, mm-hmm. um, will help me keep playing. And you're right, I, I oh, did, yeah. that did go through my head where I was excited, like, oh, I'm actually, I'm going to play through this, and I'm going to get every star again, because I haven't uh-huh. done that. Actually, I haven't done that myself ever. We've done it as a family where we've got all oh. 120. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you're saying, when it comes to like getting out the N64, that's just like a, a one day of nostalgia type thing. Where it's yeah. like, yeah, I'll play Mario 64 for a while, but then you don't come back to it. You don't keep playing through the whole game. Mm-hmm. So this will be good to play. And I'm wondering what all updates besides resolution they'll do like will they leave Mm. glitches in it can you still backwards jump up the never-ending stairs and and glitch through the end of the game i don't know huh that'll be interesting and that'll be the deciding factor right there of whether or not the uh, speedrunners are going to get get a hold of this thing yeah 
that's a perhaps. good point. But then again, the speedrunners do rely on the old technology, like peripherals as well, like the controllers and the quirks associated with those. So maybe it's oh, going to be different. True. But yeah, like like you said just a second ago, I really like the idea of being able to just you know leave off and just pick it back up where I left off. Like yeah. with the Switch, you can do that. And you right. can be mobile with it. If you need to go, turn it off. And when you turn it right back on, what's going to happen? You just pick up right where you left off. Yeah. It's not like going back to the family TV, waiting for that to be available, and then switch on the console again. Right. Oh, man. That was a that was a time. <laughs> that was the last time I actually played that game. Yeah, it's played it for real. full extent. Yeah, I played it for real. And didn't just go back to revisit the different stars that i already got yeah get the blue stars holy cow oh, i hate the blue stars they're so unsatisfying <laughs> no kidding especially when you thought you already got or you didn't get this one yet and boom <laughs> oh blue star great okay now i can just see mario go here we go <laughs> but so so, so other play. than that obviously we got two <laughs> other games mario sunshine which you and I actually talked about last week, but people aren't going to hear for like another month. <laughs> and yeah, as soon as I got this news, this came out, I was like, dang it. Cause this was like the day after we recorded our Mario sunshine episode. It's like, I wish yeah. we had known this as we were talking about it, but uh-huh. <laughs> that, I mean, that game is going to just be even more beautiful up on that screen. And it's widescreen oh, yeah. now. It's not the, yeah. the three by four. It's 16 by nine. Oh, and Oh, nice so yeah that will look good uh i don't yeah. think i don't think mario 64 has been widened i think that's still at three by four okay but sunshine has been updated and mario galaxy has been updated mm. and i don't remember what you and i have said about mario galaxy did you play through that no i never played oh. all the way through mario galaxy i played it but never all the way through okay well then you will love it <laughs> it's so good and I do love the music. The music is insane. It is so beautiful. It's like, how does how does Nintendo make every Mario game, at least every 3D Mario game, has such a distinct, different style of music to it, yet it's mm-hmm. still so Mario? Yeah. Or is it, or is it right. Mario? Because now that I think about it, and as people can probably hear in the background, I've got some Mario Galaxy music playing. It's like, how does this music suit a little Italian plumber? It's like, again, and I've said this before, it's like, what is Mario and why are we enamored with him? This, this little short Italian guy. And yeah, he's just it's so weird. It's become such a staple of pop culture that it doesn't matter it doesn't. what kind of genre you need to associate with an Italian plumber who runs through the Mushroom Kingdom. Now you can, you, now you can create any genre of music to accompany this plumbers crazy antics in a crazy world and it's and people are fine with it they realize <laughs> that it's that, that that's just how it works there's yep. no rhyme or reason it's just the mario rhyme or reason yeah so perhaps since this is a wii game which heavily relied on motion controls they've updated the game to where it, it works almost exactly the same as a wii remote by holding two joy cons and one joy con in each hand so okay. you can move like the right one to, to point at the screen and you have to like shake. You got to do like a spin for some of his stuff and to like boost through these these star things, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But they've still have not said a lot about handheld mode. They, they've said it can be played in handheld mode, 
hmm. with the touchscreen taking over as the motion controls. So everything, everywhere you touch on the screen uh, is how you like pick up Stardust and things like that. Okay. Um, and maybe you just like shake the whole thing to spin. Okay. And so like hmm. I hope so because otherwise they would completely alienate all of the, the Switch Lite owners, right? Who it's only mm-hmm. for handheld. But also I really hope you can still use a switch pro controller because i don't, I don't okay. think i don't think a joy con in each hand is anyone's preferred way to play anything because they're just yeah. so tiny and it, uh-huh. it doesn't quite feel right but i know let's see on captain toad's treasure tracker mm-hmm. since that game that was a wii u game that heavily relied on touchscreen so when you play uh in tv mode even using a switch pro controller it has enough like gyroscopics in it that basically it makes the back of your controller a pointer. And so you can still like move the controller around and it points at the screen. Okay. And it's like, huh. can, well, that's, did you set that up for Mario galaxy? Can I still use a pro controller to play this and just like still uh-huh. use it as motion controls? I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah. I'm sure that they're probably going to accommodate that somehow. I mean, think think about the actual Wii um, and all the games associated with that. Every single one of them, or at least the ones that I played, had an option to switch between, say, the classic controller or two-hand mode or one-hand mode or GameCube controller. Like Generally, I'm sure but generally, I don't think yeah. that was the case for Mario Galaxy because that was such a motion-sensitive game. Okay. But, I mean, when that's your primary controller, that makes yeah. sense. That's, you mm-hmm. know, that's the gimmick of the Wii, not the Switch. Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they uh, do with it. Yeah, but all that being said, I'm really disappointed that it doesn't have Mario Galaxy 2, which mm. I think has higher reviews across the board, and mm-hmm. I've never played it. And okay. now it's just like, come on, you're, you're bringing all this stuff, but you're not going to bring this game? Or are you just ignoring that it exists? Or I could kind of see that it's like, well, that that kind of screws up the whole triad trilogy of games we have here because then if we have two from yeah. the same series then it's more heavily weighted towards that series and mm-hmm. it's it it does feel more complete just having three games yeah but still it's like if this does really well will you release that on its own in the future because mm-hmm. i i want to play through that and it sucks that there's not I, I don't see really what the best reason would be why it's not there yeah, maybe they are banking on the success of this uh, of this release and seeing whether or not maybe, maybe they're trying to like test the waters to see whether or not gamers truly want to play or replay these classic games. Well, who knows? Maybe I don't know. Okay, so let's get into the stupid stuff here because <laughs> they they know gamers want this. They yeah. absolutely know that, and for some stupid reason, this is a timed release to where. Uh-huh both physical and digital is only out from next Friday to the end of March. And then it Mm. disappears. Like what? Why? Why is this uh, an exclusive? This makes no sense at all. And Mm -hmm. it just seems like that. It only hurts the gamers. Yeah. It just disappears from retail though. I mean, yeah, you can, it'll be resold, but that's stupid like this is going to sell very very well Mm -hmm. why have a limited release window 
and for digital. Like, sure, okay, maybe physical because they want that to be a collector's edition. But to get rid of it digitally mm-hmm. too, just seems like they're. I don't. Well, this just seems does, shady. It does garner attention for it. That's for sure. But and people are talking about it, and people want it, and people are going to buy it if it's timed. People and are going to buy it either way. Yeah, people are going to buy it either way, but maybe they're going to be more inclined to buy it. Exactly. Well, it's faster. Just, yeah, I think Nintendo like creates artificial shortages. So they get these big bursts of money and interest. Yeah. Well, that's what Disney does too. Sure, with the, their stupid vault, but I don't <laughs> give a crap about Disney. But this, <laughs> this just makes me angry. And because of this, as soon as I was watching the direct, and they they said in a limited release, I was like, "Are you serious? That that makes no sense." And I immediately pre-ordered it, the mm-hmm. the physical copy. I'm buying this game twice because of them. I've, I yeah. pre-ordered it, and then I'm going to not open that. I'm just going mm-hmm. to keep it as a collector's item, and then I'm going to buy it digitally. I'm just going to keep it in its package on its shelf, which is stupid. But I'm yeah. Uh, I'm spending $120 on this game, which is my own decision. But yeah. I feel like Nintendo kind of forced my hand on that. And yeah. I, I got on eBay this morning. This game's not even out yet. And people are selling their pre-orders for like a hundred dollars, and oh, it's gonna, it's going to go up from there. Yeah, it, maybe they're still so cheap because people can still get some pre-orders right now. But mm-hmm. if if you want this game physically, you you got to hope that it's in the store when you go to find it. Mm. The frustration of the business model that's going on here. Uh, yeah, I mean that is frustrating. I just I can't find any any rationale in my head at all to to why this would be the case well from a business point of view i can definitely see it being you know rational but you know from a consumer's point of view it's frustrating as heck yeah well because nintendo has always seemed like you know a consumer first company and this just seems like a very selfish decision yeah kind of yeah here we are we're gonna, maybe, we're gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe they did this just because they want this packaging to all be like centered around the 35th anniversary, and then maybe mm-hmm. after March they'll sell them individually or in a different way. Maybe, but to not give us any information about that is just crappy. Yeah, and there are other options, and there's other merchandise centered centered around this anniversary. Um, yeah, that's related to the games that's being sold, and there's probably going to be a lot more coming out about this because Mario's big, Mario's popular. So there's probably going to be more than just this to celebrate his 35th anniversary. Maybe, potentially. Anyway, uh, just one one note I had about this game is that it's kind of interesting to think that there's just the normal Super Mario All Stars, which is like a bunch of the side-scrolling games. And mm-hmm. you, you could buy that forever. That wasn't limited edition. But anyway, yeah. that's not the point. Um, those all came around, you know, they, they came out pretty close together. And it's just a, a good way to have all of them. It's just weird to think about how it's like, oh, these three games are the 3D All-Stars. Because there's only mm-hmm. been, if you ignore Mario Galaxy 2, there's only been four mainline 3D Mario games. And that's yeah. crazy. Whoa, holy cow. 
Yeah, just those three in Mario Odyssey. Not counting his appearance, his appearances in other spinoffs and such. Right. Wow, that is quite bizarre to think about. But <laughs> you are quite right about that. Holy cow! I never thought of that. Yeah, we're so oversaturated in Mario that we don't really notice those gaps in between his mainline games. Um, let me Jeez. check real quick. So Mario Galaxy Two came out in 2010. And then, well, what was Mario Odyssey? 2017? So I said 2010. Mario Odyssey came out in 2017. So yeah, that was seven years between mainline Mario games. What? <laughs> Jeez. Huh. <laughs> All I got to say about that is Mamma Mia. <laughs> that, was nice. the, that was the lava sound, but then it came across as more witch sounding. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go? He yelled... <laughs> Something like Something that. Like, I'll, I'll patch the sound in. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> so you were you wanted to talk about some of the the merch and like Japanese side of this? Oh yeah, it, it's it's all over the place over here, and I know that's a terrible. Um, that just makes it worse for me not watching this whole video. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the celebration is quite big here. Um, I've been going out to some of the public areas uh, in like public shopping malls and there's a lot of merchandise and a lot of uh, advertisements related to Super Mario out right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Mostly branding his 35th anniversary. And the biggest one that I've come across so far is this release of stuff that's coming out at the Nintendo store, Mm -hmm. um, at Nintendo Tokyo, which is always... And it's it's always full of very limited edition stuff. And like you were talking about earlier, the whole frustration revolving revolving around the uh, <laughs> the yeah, business but, model of making things artificially. That. Yeah, to go get merch at such an exclusive store, like yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Because yeah. the only American option is to go to Nintendo of New York. Oh, that's where. So all this stuff that you're probably talking about, we have in New York, but yeah. It's like, uh, we're we're a little bigger than Japan. We're not going to New York, but <laughs> you can get to Tokyo. Yeah, eh, re- reasonably well. It still costs a pretty penny to get there um, via the Shinkansen, but that's another thing right there. Um, yeah. So they came out with a line of T-shirts that are exclusive to Nintendo Tokyo. And everything there is overpriced anyway, but I'm still going to buy it, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, Each t-shirt right now is retailing for about 6,000 yen, which is about 60 US dollars. Oh, good grief. Yeah, but they know people are going to buy them, and each one is a different color. It's just a standard t-shirt, and they've got logos of um, each of the different uh, Super Mario games that came out on the uh, Nintendo and Famicom. Okay. So I believe it's more expensive online right now to buy it online than to actually go in and get the uh, physical shirt itself. Okay. So that's the big thing right now, and that's been uh, high on my list to go get because <laughs> some of the other things I'm not entirely sure I'm going to shell out the dough for, it, especially if I'm getting this game. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a whole bunch of merch and all kinds of hype revolving around Mario. and. Yeah. It was initially just stuff that I heard from one of my students <laughs> talking about what's coming out and saying, hey, you should check this out. And I kind of feel embarrassed that I had to hear it from a kid. 
<laughs> I mean, but it's it's still also exciting. Bad business practices aside, and it's just really cool that this was it, it was surprise dropped on everyone. So I mean, of course you didn't hear about it because it, it came out out of nowhere. Like we, there was no warning that this was going to be happening, and yeah, it's it just it made me all happy just looking at all this stuff. It's like yeah. Uh-huh. These games are good. I want these games. And uh, I've got to spend a lot of money. <laughs> to revisit an era that we already visited many years ago. <laughs> yep. We're going to shell out the exact same money that we did at the time. Or perhaps no, we're our probably parents spending did. more. <laughs> yeah, probably spending more. We didn't spend money back then. Let's be honest. It was our parents. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's pretty much it. But before we wrap this up, I wanted to uh, do some wild speculation with you. And okay. that is next year is Zelda's 35th anniversary. And Mario yeah. and Zelda in the eyes of Nintendo, like they go hand in hand. Yeah. What, if if Mario's getting a treatment, Zelda's probably going to get it too. So yep. what do you want to see next year for Zelda's 35th? I want to see... Um ocarina of time remade for the switch and that may or may not happen but maybe they'll see about the success of this and whether or not it's worth making that or maybe it's been in development already who knows but that's what i want to see are you talking like full-on modern graphic remake yep yeah wouldn't that be awesome yeah i 100 percent agree with you uh though i don't see that happening because <laughs> they didn't do it with Mario 64 and they already yeah. gave us a half step with the 3DS remake of Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Yeah, I would absolutely love that. But honestly, I'd be happy. I'm happy enough if basically everything we got with Mario, we get it with Zelda 2. Um, so I'm guessing yeah. they're probably going to put out a Game & Watch thing to go mm-hmm. with the set. And yep. uh, he doesn't have any spinoffs like Mario Kart. But hopefully... If they make like the quote All Stars release for the Switch, I uh-huh. hope it has more than three because there are more Zelda 3D Zelda games than Mario games. Yeah, but hmm. would Nintendo actually be that cool? Because you know we got Ocarina of Time, we got Majora's Mask, then Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and mm-hmm. Skyward Sword. Yep. So there's five games right there, and I could see like if they wanted to cut something down, that they would take out Majora's Mask just because there's you know it's two similar Zeldas on the same console, mm-hmm. just like they did with Super Mario Galaxy Two. But there has already been rumors and speculation that they are re-releasing Skyward Sword. So oh. is that is that its own thing, or is that going to be in a package deal with the rest? Uh, I'd hope it'd be with the rest, and I I really want Wind Waker on Switch, and I want the HD one. I don't want the GameCube one. Give us the HD one that was on Wii U because that's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But that, that's really yeah. just, that's what I want. I want an an all in one thing. Now that I say that out loud, it's like oh, Nintendo has done this before, where they do stupid limited releases, and they that GameCube disc that had like the four Zelda games on it. Back yeah, in the that's. Day majorly expensive and hard to find nowadays yeah but still pretty cool i'd still be happy with a release like you were just talking about i'd still be happy with it even if the games weren't remade even if they were just hd upgrades 
Yeah. Give me two games, give me three games. Plus, it would be a nice excuse for me to actually play Wind Waker since I still haven't found that one for the GameCube. Oh, you jerk. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. one thing you're all going to hear about as we talk about the GameCube. Jake still hasn't played Wind Waker. Yeah, guilty. Even though I did get an orange GameCube, I actually have to Whoa, find games for it. Spoilers, I'm going to have to cut that out. Oh, oh, shoot. Was I not supposed to say that? I'm just saying, we we were excited about that in a future episode. <laughs> Oh, then I spoke nothing. <laughs> I am not talking about anything right now. I found right. nothing. Good. Zelda's, I think, I'm, I feel like I'm probably more excited for a Zelda 35th anniversary than Mario. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's funny how nowadays so much is repackaging our childhood and selling it back to us. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's there's a reason we love it to begin with. And I'm very excited to play it with tighter controls these days. And it's it's gonna be a bunch of fun, regardless. Even though Nintendo is scamming us out of our money to get me to buy the game twice. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? I wonder when the Zelda remake comes out. If it's gonna be called the Triforce Edition because there's Ooh. gonna be three games, kind of like with Mario. Well, I'd be mad because I don't want three games. I want five. Maybe it'll be the. Nope, there's not five. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the Pentaforce. <laughs> the Pentaforce. Sticking. What's five in Zelda? Five. What? What do you get? Anyway, five of in Zelda. Yeah, I definitely want Twilight Princess. I've not played Twilight Princess since back when I played it on the Wii forever ago. I never played hmm. it on the GameCube, and I loved that game. So it'd be. Uh, good to play an HD version of that because I didn't play it on Wii U because that game hmm. was so gritty that it didn't look that good anyway, <laughs> even in the HD was a, version. It was a dark game, yeah. graphically and story-wise. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, hey, we're we're wasting time here at the end. We're so bad at ending episodes. but Not this time, because we have an end coming right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... Uh, thank you everyone for listening to like our first ever modern, not modern. Yeah, I guess kind of a modern episode, but up to date news episode of stuff that hasn't come out yet. It comes out this coming Friday, pre-order now or get it digitally. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, do it. We're going to be doing it. <laughs> yep. All right. So thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome nerdy week. My name's Cameron. And I'm Jake. And I said my outgoing line early. Have an awesome nerdy week. Nina san, sayonara. Bye. Bye.